the number one thing that is holding you back in life is not other people, it's yourself. You're the one that's going to stop yourself. You're the one that's going to get in your way. And if you stop to think for a minute, what is scarier, confronting other people or confronting yourself? I think that it's scarier to confront yourself and to be honest with yourself. And so there are so many things that we do to sabotage our success. We have hurt, we have guilt, and we have something that's called upper limit behaviors, which means that we reach a certain level and then we stop ourselves because we just don't think that we're good enough to go beyond that limit, to rise and be more successful than our siblings or our family or our friends. So we self-sabotage and we stop ourselves. Now, what got me on this topic is a, a book that's called The Big Leap. It was written by Gay Hendricks. He's a psychologist, a writer, and teacher in personal growth, relationships, and body intelligence. He got his PhD in psychology from Stanford University in 1974, and he wrote this book called The Big Leap. So I want to use that as an inspiration for this podcast to really drive home the challenge of confronting yourself. So we can talk all day long about making goals and who you want to be and what you want to be and all the things that you have. And that's great in everything, but the person that's going to stop you is yourself, your limiting behaviors, your guilt, your hurt, your self-sabotage. So how do you protect yourself from yourself, from your past, so that you can leap forward and have this big leap that Guy Hendricks is talking about? Now, the way that I first came across this book was the, um, was the book cover. I was in a bookstore and I just saw the cover and it just really captured my attention. So I want you to stop the podcast, go on to Google Images, type in the big leap and look for the cover um, of the book. And what it is, is you'll see two fishbowls. There's a small fishbowl and a larger fishbowl. And you see a goldfish um, jumping from the small fish bowl. And he's probably about halfway from the small fish bowl to the larger fish bowl. Now, the thing that really got me interested in this is I'm looking at that fish and I'm thinking like, that fish is not going to make it. It looks like it's going to come up short. How many times in our life that whenever we're confronted with a challenge, we think, I'm not going to make it. This is too hard. I'm not good enough. I don't have the money, the skills, the talent, the looks. I'm too old, too young, too inexperienced, whatever. We make excuses when we see uh, a challenge that we're not, we're not going to make it. But this fish, you can imagine, was living in this small little fishbowl. And when I say small little fishbowl, I want you to analogize that this is your life. You're living in a small fishbowl, which is fine, right? We all have to start somewhere in, in life, right? We have, we have growth that we're going from one level to the next. And once you outgrow grow that fishbowl or outgrow that pond, you have to go to the next level. And sometimes that could be really scary. But 
imagine we have this little goldfish that's just swimming alone in this bowl. And it's just thinking to itself, okay, there's another bigger fishbowl over there. And it's eyeing this other fishbowl. And it's looking at this other fishbowl. And it's thinking, I want to be in that other fishbowl. But it, it hasn't made the leap yet. And it's just living its life, swimming around in this small bowl. It might have fear. It might have doubt and uncertainty on whether or not it can make this leap. Well, at some point, this goldfish had to make had to have made a decision where it's like, I'm going to go for it and I'm going to make this big jump. And so this goldfish suddenly makes that decision and goes for it. And if the fish doesn't make it, that fish is going to fall down to this table and it's going to die because fish have to be in water. And so I was really concerned for this fish. Like, wow, the courage of this fish, it's going for it. It knows like, in order for me to live a happy life, I need to go for it. I need to go for that bigger fishbowl. And it brings me back to what Tony Robbins says, right? There, you're either you either growing or you're dying. There's no in between. And we're meant for growth. We're meant to be striving and challenging and stretching for stretching ourselves to bigger and better things. So I started admiring this little fish because I was like, this little fish had the courage to make the big leap, to not be content where it was, but it wanted something more. It had a calling. It was being called to go for this bigger bull and start swimming and start living and start thriving. And so I started to tell myself, what am I afraid of? Why am I holding myself back? Why am I swimming in this small fishbowl? It's because I was comfortable and I needed to get uncomfortable. I needed to make the decision to go live in that bigger fishbowl. And I'm not talking about a house. I'm not talking about where you live physically in a house. I'm talking about where you live and the challenges that you set for your life. Are you stretching yourself? If you're not failing, you're not trying to challenge yourself. Your challenges are too low because the best people out there, the most successful people out there have probably failed more than anybody else. And so if to make the big leap, you have to be willing not to make it, right? You have to have that courage to say, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and I'm going to try until I get there. And your first leap, you may not make it. Now, for the fish, if the fish doesn't make the big leap, the fish is going to be out of water and the fish is going to die. And that's the thinking that we take on. We think if I challenge myself to try something new or be better at something, uh, something catastrophic is going to happen. So we start this black and white thinking, this catastrophic thinking. So we don't try. But we're not a fish. And we're not going to die. We, it's, it's, like a, it's like a video, video game with unlimited lives. You get another chance. You get another chance. When you tr go for something and you don't make it, it's not a failure. You're just that much closer to success. It was a necessary step that, that you had to take. So don't let the fear of being out of water scare you. Because unlike that fish, you have other lives. You get other tries. You get unlimited try, 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 try until you're able to make it into that bigger fishbowl. 
And when you're in that bigger fishbowl, there's going to be another bigger fishbowl to make the leap and another and another and another. And each of your past successes, you could look back on and say, I was scared, I was uncertain, but I made the leap. And you're going to make that leap multiple, multiple times. When I was in high school, that leap for me was going from regular English class to honors English class. And what I discussed in other podcasts, my, Mr. Wellington, who was the honors English teacher and also the regular English teacher, he basically forced me to make the big leap and I didn't want to go. I'm like, I am fine and happy being in my small little fishbowl here where it's nice and safe, where I know if I work hard enough, I'm going to get the A, but that bigger fishbowl over there, I'm not even looking there. I'm not thinking honors. My teacher was looking there and he says, look at that big fishbowl over there. You can swim. You can thrive with those other fish in honors English class. And I'm like, you're crazy. I'm going to get an F if I take honors English. I don't belong in an honors English class. But he helped me make that leap. And once I made that leap, I'm like, oh, I belong here. I can do this. I can be successful. I can thrive. So there are leaps of, should I try out for the swimming team, the basketball team, the baseball team, the football team? Do I try out for treasurer or president? You know, Do I try out for this club? What There's so many things that you can do in high school that can challenge you. Do I want to ask this person to prom? That's a big leap for me. I'm scared to do this. There's just going to be leap after leap after leap. And the more you do it, the better and more fearless that you're going to get on making additional leaps. And you're not always going to make it. Just like in basketball, you're not going to make every shot. You're not in baseball. You're not going to hit every ball. It just does. That's just the way it is. But the key thing is that you're going for it. You're going for the big leaps. And that is going to be the key to to success. The subtitle, The Big Leap, is Conquer Your your Hidden Fear. So let's talk about that. What is your hidden fear? Your hidden fear is, I'm not good enough. I don't have what it takes. It's There's something that you'll hear a lot of, which is called the imposter syndrome. People are going to find me out that I don't belong here. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the skills. I definitely felt like that when I was sitting in honors English class 30 minutes before the class started to come. And this was my first day. I'm like, I don't belong here. I mean, for me, that wasn't imposter syndrome. That was the reality. And that that was the truth. And just overcoming that fear of not good enough, the fear of a failure. You have to conquer that. And it's not conquering others. It's conquering yourself. That's why I say it takes courage to confront yourself. It's not about others. You're not competing against others. You're competing You're competing with, your, with yourself. Now, the next subtitle of the book is Take Your Life to the Next Level. Why be content with where you are? Why not keep pushing yourself to be better, to have more, to be more, to do more? Could you imagine playing a video game and all you did was just play the same level over and over and over? The fun part about video games for me, I don't play video games anymore, but I did when I was younger. It's what's the next level? What's the next level? What's the next level? It's what's the next level is what keeps me uh, interested and engaged and want to keep going. So the name of the book, The Big Leap, 
conquer your hidden fear and take your life to the next level. So it's, it's a process, right? The first process is you have to conquer your hidden fear. That fish had to conquer its fear of, can I make, can I make the leap and know that if I, if I can conquer this fears of self-sabotage and imposter syndrome and I'm not enough, then I can take my life to the next level and then make the leap. And that's what the fish did. And that's what you need to do to reach your potential. Now, one of the concepts that he talks about in The Big Leap, the, the, the premise of the entire book is something that he calls the zone of genius. The zone of genius is where you want to get to in your life. In the prior episode, I talked about declaring who you are. So, for example, I talked about a woman who had been struggling until she declared on a balcony to the universe, I am an author, I am a speaker, I am a powerful woman, I am unstoppable, get out of my way. So her zone of genius was being an author, it was being a speaker, it was being a powerful person to other people where she could lead other people. That was her zone of genius. Anything else that she was doing would be a waste a waste of time. So there are actually four quadrants that he talks about in the book. The, the lowest quadrant is called the zone of incompetence. Now, the zone of incompetence is that other people can do things better than you can, right? They're all, there's, there are areas in our life where people can simply do things better than we can. That's just our zone of incompetence. That doesn't mean that you should feel bad about it. That's just the way it's supposed to be. There are people that focus on things that they're good at. And by doing that, there's obviously things that you're not gonna be good at. There's nothing bad about it, but this is your zone of incompetence. What's interesting about the word incompetence is it has the word compete in there. I can't compete with people that are better than me and things that are just not meant for me, okay? I'm not a science guy or physics or chemistry or I don't play a musical instrument. Those would be my zones of incompetence and I'm fine with it, right? Those are not things that I wanna even be good at. Another zone is called the zone of competence. There's that word, incompetence, compete. Now this zone just means that you can do things just as good as other people. So you're competent, you're good. Now, leveling up to the to the next zone is the zone of excellence. That means that you do things in a zone of excellence, you do them extremely well, and you can make a, a good living at it. And, and that's fine, right? You, you focused on an area, and maybe you're a photographer, maybe you're a dentist, lawyer, whatever it is, but you're really good at, at this area. The zone of excellent is where some people want you to stay and not move forward. Um, and then finally is your zone of genius. The zone of genius is a set of activities where they're uniquely suited for you. This is where, this is your purpose. These are things that draw upon your natural special gifts and strengths. So when we think about sports, we think that this is Michael Jordan, this is Kobe Bryant, this is um, Tom Brady. 
they are in their zone of genius when they're playing when they're playing their sport. So what you need to find for you is what is your zone of genius where you're just naturally good at something, where it doesn't seem like work, when you're doing it, the time just goes by and it's fun. You're engaged, you feel alive. It's what Mark Twain says about making your vocation your your vacation. I heard Brian Tracy talk about uh, people coming up to him and asking like, you know, I hear all the time, you gotta find what you love to do. What do you love to do? How do you how do I know if I love something? I, I just don't know. It, it can be really hard to define. Maybe I'm lying to myself and saying I love something, but I really don't. Like what is what's the test to know that you really love something? And he said, Well, you know that you really love something because when you're doing it, you feel alive. You maybe talk a little faster, you breathe a little faster, you become more animated and you get lost in it and you look at the time and you realize that the time is just flying by. I can imagine if you jump out of an airplane, you have to feel extremely alive and exhilarated. And so when you are doing what you love, there's gonna be a feedback system from from your body. You're, You're gonna feel happy, you're gonna feel animated and excited it's something that you look forward to do it's in and so this is your zone of genius it's things that you're just naturally good at that people compliment hey you're really good at this you're really good at that you need to find out what that is and in the last episode we talked about declaring what is it um actually two episodes what is it that you want declare what you want and declare who you are once you start declaring who you are like this one woman did that says, I am an author, I am a speaker, you are going to find your zone of genius that much faster. You're not going to be hanging around the turkeys that want to keep you grounded, but you're going to be hanging around the eagles that are going to help you soar where you belong. You've seen Star Wars. Did you know that Harrison Ford was not an actor? He was a carpenter. He was a carpenter on the set of Star Wars. And when George Lucas needed somebody to stand in for the screen testing, he would get the carpenter, Harrison Ford, to sit in on these screen tests and work with the other actors. And by doing this, Harrison Ford discovered his zone of genius. Or if he didn't discover it, um, George Lucas discovered Harrison Ford's zone of genius. And next thing you know, Harrison Ford launches career, Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the rest is history. What would Harrison Ford had done um, if he wasn't on set, if he had been a carpenter somewhere else? Was his zone of genius being a carpenter? There's nothing wrong with being a carpenter, but he accidentally found his zone of genius when he met George Lucas, and, and look what he did. How many of us are living lives or plan to live lives that are less than what we're capable of doing or becoming. Imagine if Harrison Ford never discovered his zone of genius as an actor. Imagine if Michael Jordan never picked up a basketball. Imagine if Tom Brady never picked up a football. The key for you to reach your ultimate 
happiness is to live your life in your zone of genius and to find that zone of genius. But so many of us spend our time doing things that we're incompetent in or things that we're just competent. We're average, just like everybody else. Or we find something that we're good at, but we don't find that zone of genius where it's just uniquely us, where we're special and we focus on that. So your challenge is to start looking for your zone of genius. So pull out a piece of paper, pull out your word processor on your laptop or your notes on your phone, and I want you to start writing down, what do I like to do? What do I love to do? What is it that I do that when I'm doing it, I talk faster, my heart beats faster, I breathe faster, I feel good about it, and I look at the time, and I'm like, where did the time go? Is it when you're helping other people? Just what is it that you're doing? Is it when you're writing? Is it when you're socializing with other people? What do people compliment you on? What do people say that you're good at? And start exploring that. Start doing more of it. Start looking at um, if you see other people that are doing something that you know that you want to do, that you feel that that might be your zone of genius, start exploring it. Try to learn as much as you can about that area. Try to reach out to these people. See if you can interview these people. Ask them questions. So the biggest challenge of your life, of what you want, is to be happy. And the best way for you to be happy is to be doing the things that you enjoy doing, doing the things that you like to do, doing to doing the things that you're great at and that are uniquely suited to you. You don't want to copy other people, right? There's a pattern to success, so you, you don't want to reinvent the wheel. But there are too many copycats out there and there's only one you. There's only one original you. The world needs you to be uniquely you. We need you to find your zone of genius. It's not just you that says, oh, I want to find my zone of genius to be happy. The world needs you to, to do that because the world will be a better place when you have found what's uniquely special and suited to you. We all benefit. So pull up that image again on the front of that book, The Big Leap. Look at that little fish. And I want you to imagine that you're that little fish and that you can have the courage that that little fish has to look at the next bigger bowl and to go for it. If that little fish can do it, you can do it too. And it's not that the grass is greener on the other side, that the grass is greener in the bigger fish bowl or that life is better in the bigger fish bowl. It's that you're better, you're reaching, and you're stretching, and it's who you're becoming during the process. That's why you challenge yourself to go to the next bigger fishbowl. Jim Rohn said, if you have the talent, if you have the skills, if you have the knowledge, why not go for it? In The Matrix, Mr. Anderson says, why, 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 Neo, do you get up? Why do you continue to fight back? Why, why, why? And Neo says, because I choose to. Why do you make the big leap? Because you can. 
because you choose to do it and it's a beautiful thing. So the challenge is the big leap. There's going to be a lot of big leaps, a lot of small leaps, and you win when you go and you go for it. So what does this have to do with getting great grades in school and excelling in school? When you know what you want to do, what you were born to do, what we all need you to do, and you have a goal, that is your why. That is your purpose. That is your meaning. You're going to be focusing on something bigger than yourself, and that's what's going to get you up every single day to have the discipline and go for it. For me, I was six years old when I decided I was going to be a lawyer. I had no mentorship. I had no hope. I was going nowhere, but I had this goal that I made when I was six years old, and that is what kept me going forward. So when you find what you love and you find your zone of genius, that is going to be the reason why you put in the hours of studying, why you try to learn techniques to get better at studying and get better at school and try to get into the best schools that you can get into. There's going to be a reason why you're doing that. Just like when people go to the gym, they started out with a reason. They wanted to look a certain way. They want to be a certain way. They want to attain a certain level of health. And then what they start finding is, I'm going to the gym because it makes me feel good. I need to get rid of stress by working out. I need to get away from life and just be me and work out and it feels good. But it didn't feel good when they first started working out because they were out of shape. But the more you work out, the more endorphins start being released in your body, and it's something that you get addicted to. You start craving, and it's the same thing with school. When I first sat down to start studying, I didn't like it. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel natural. I would get headaches because I'm filling my brain with all this information and working so hard. My body wasn't used to it, but then... I started to like it. I started to get engaged with what I was learning and I got addicted to the results. I got straight A's. What an amazing feeling that was. The confidence boost, the self-esteem boost. So it started out with something I didn't like. It ended with something that I loved. It gave me purpose. It gave me, it just gave me a thrill. It was a great challenge to feel alive. But I only got to that point because I had a goal. The goal was I wanted to be a straight-A student. I wanted to be a lawyer. So that is what kept me on track to have the discipline to sit down every single day and put in the work. And that what came out of it, what I wasn't expecting, was I established this incredible discipline. I started enjoying what I was doing. I started enjoying being by myself and learning new things. I started enjoying the feeling and the exhilaration of what it felt like to get an A, to be in an honors class, to get straight A's. The person that I became was the biggest gift that I could have given myself. And what started out was, I'm doing this because why I want to be a lawyer, but what I didn't realize what I was getting something so much better than becoming a lawyer. And that was becoming who I am and stretching myself and challenging myself. I wasn't expecting that any more than when somebody starts working out and they're like, I want six pack abs or I want a muscular body, whatever. That's what they're focused on. But then they get the surprise of, I feel good. I like doing this. I get to get away from life and my job and my work 
and I could just be exhilarated from working out or running or yoga or whatever it is. So there's like a hidden surprise that once you set a goal and you start going on that journey, it's who you become during that journey. That is the prize. It's not just the destination. You need to enjoy the journey. So go find out who you are. Listen to the last episode where I gave the exercise to declare to yourself and declare to the universe who you are. Now go find your zone of genius. Let that be your meaning and your purpose and your why to drive and move you forward. And the person that you become in the process is the biggest gift of all. And while you have that goal to shoot for, you're gonna have meaning and purpose to study and get great grades and challenge yourself. I'll talk to you guys next time.